Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. If you have spent any time listening to our show, then you know that every minute of what we talk about here is dedicated to financial independence. It's what we eat, sleep, breathe, it all the time, just financial independence. So to say that we're passionate about it is just a bit a of bit of an understatement just, here. Just a little <laughs> passionate. Almost as passionate as we are about planning. Oh uh, yeah. Which kind of goes hand in hand with it. Exactly. exactly. But there's a good reason too. We've seen the impact that financial independence makes both directions, whether you are or are not, we mm-hmm. see that. And we it really makes us wonder sometimes why more people aren't financially independent. We've said this before that it's not difficult, mm-hmm. but it's not easy either. Right, right. It's it's simple concepts, but they're mm-hmm. not they're not easy, right? Uh, we we don't wake up every day wanting to not buy that extra thing that we really want. Yes, it's not like we wake up in the morning and say, today, I'm going to make a lot of financial decisions that are very poor for my future health. Mm-hmm. But we do mindlessly make those decisions a lot. And, and so today, we're going to talk about some of the main obstacles that get in the way of our financial independence. So that's the question we're asking ourselves. What are the things that get in your way and what can you do about it? Yeah. And the thing is, we all have unique situations, different backgrounds, different amounts of debt, savings, and different goals that we have for our lives. But the obstacles are often the same. Yes. So the first one we're going to talk about is a lack of clarity on what financial independence even means, because it is somewhat subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, how, I guess the main question here is, how can you get to your destination if you don't know what the destination is? Yes. And that's why the, pa- the planning side of our passion is so strong, because if you don't know where you want to go, then you can't plan the trip. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, if you decide you want to go somewhere, great. You can get on Google Maps and you can put in the address and hopefully it'll get you there without driving you through somewhere kind of shady. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know where you're going, then you're already dead in the water. Right. So the solution is that you make it clear. All right. What does financial independence mean to you? What do you want the following areas to look like? Right. So how how much do you want to have in savings? Right. Mm -hmm. If does financial independence look like you know ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars you know sitting in your bank account you know to make you feel financially secure? And this is one of those that I find varies greatly among our clients. There are some yeah. clients who you know having just a small savings balance, they feel confident there. Now we'll mm-hmm. tell you the the primary goal we'd like you to get to is three to six months of your expenses set aside. Mm-hmm. Starting points two thousand, but you know we we want you to have that much. But there, are, I've I've got a client who's got one hundred fifty thousand dollars sitting at the bank right now. Mm-hmm. They've got some big purchases coming up, so that's reasonable for them. But that's a very drastic yes. uh, dollar amount. You know, you may only need three thousand dollars in your bank account for right now to get started on your goals. Right. But you got to define what that is first. So savings is one. The next one is debt. There are some people who, you know, even walking into retirement have a mortgage and that's okay. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are debt free at 25. Yeah. But you just got to define what you need to have to feel comfortable. Yeah. A lot of the people that we talk about, I mean, that's one of the very first things that they mention is, you know, I want to be debt free. Mm-hmm. Right. And we talk a lot about uh, this, this ancient proverb that says that uh, the, the borrower is a slave to the lender. Yes. Right. And I think, you know, generally speaking, everything but your mortgage, it'd be a really great idea to be debt free if you can, mm-hmm. if you know, to work towards that goal. Not if you can, because we all can. 
that is a great first goal. But sometimes paying off the mortgage early may not make sense. Um, If it's not your forever home and you don't see yourself staying there more than a few more years, rushing to do that at the detriment of other goals may not be the best goal for you. So clearly defining what debt should look like in your family is also a big one. And then the next one is income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we emphasize this a lot because when we talk about, uh, especially retirement, you know, we believe that retirement is an income problem mm-hmm. and not an investment problem. So, uh, but depending on where you are in your uh, life stage, right? If you're you know, closer to retirement, then yes, uh, nailing down kind of what retirement income looks like for you then is important. But if you're not, if you are, you know, uh, on this side of retirement like me, then you know. I, Basically identifying what a what the uh, the amount of income is that, that you would want to have now to be able to uh, to live the lifestyle that you want. And if you've got a if you're entering college or you're in college or you have a child who's in college, this is a good conversation to have too because sometimes yeah. kiddos want to get a degree not thinking about what the income may look like on the other side. Right. You know, not to say that those degrees may be bad ideas, but they do need to have a realistic expectation of what their income is going to look like on the other side of, of their graduation so that they can be prepared right. for that. Because it goes into the next thing, which is lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, some people need, they want all the gifts, they want all the toys, they want all the things. And there's some people who are, that doesn't really matter to them. I'm, I'm honestly one of those people. I don't care if we have a boat. I don't care if we have ATVs. Those sorts of things don't, I, they, I don't value those personally. Mm-hmm. There's some people who hunt regularly and they, they need those things yeah. to do that. So it's a different dynamic. So defining what your lifestyle needs to look like and finding a life partner who matches that mm-hmm. is really critical. Yeah, no, I think that's that's perfect. Uh, and if you're you know about college age right now, listening to this podcast, again, uh, take notes because this is very very important and is definitely a very fruitful conversation to have mm-hmm. earlier on. Um, I actually had a client that brought in his 20-year-old daughter last week. That's awesome. To, yeah, to get her started. And the thing is, it wasn't even his nudging. It was her uh, decision uh, to, to get started. That's great. Yeah. So I, one of the first questions that I asked her was, you know, what what was it that you know made you want to you know be here today? And she was just talking about how she was thinking of her future self. Mm-hmm. Right, and wanted to make sure that she's you know taking care of that future self and I was I mean I was blown oh, away wow that's yeah. awesome that's awesome uh, what kind of work life do you want because this goes mm-hmm. back to your income too like if you're choosing a career and you don't understand what the schedule looks like for that you need to think through that I will be honest with you as a financial advisor if we were anywhere but gen wealth I would not be doing this job mm-hmm. because this industry is notorious for not being um, ideal for working families yeah and you thankfully, kinda... Gen Wealth specifically is extremely family centric um, that we believe in balance. And so our work environment is not such like today. I'm leaving early to go to my son's soccer game. That's happening. That's important to me. For yeah. me, I'm willing to give up some of my financial gains to be able to be present. And, right. and it's important that you make sure that when you're thinking about your financial independence, is your work style going to match what you're trying to shoot for? Yes. Which, again, is huge whenever you're thinking about your career and what those prospects look like for your future. Uh, And then lastly, retirement, right? So as you're kind of thinking about all of these uh, different topics, it's it's really 
uh, taking it to its its logical conclusion there of you know what what is that going to look like for for retirement and the thing is that thinking about all of these uh, topics here will help prepare that retirement conversation right because if you already know if you've already you're already nailing down kind of what you want your savings debt income all of that lifestyle um, work balance to look like then that's just going to set you up to have very, very good, accurate goals for retirement. Yes. And I think it helps you define what you're going to do in and through retirement as well, because mm-hmm. we often tell people you've got to retire to something, not from something. Right. I literally today was talking with a client and and he's been ready to retire for two years already since wow. we started working together. He was in good shape when he came, but he hasn't pulled the trigger because he just doesn't know what he'll do with his time. Mm-hmm. And and we were talking through some options today that, you know, at some point, hopefully he does retire Um, and, but he just said, I don't know what I would do with my time. So it's important to understand those things first before you can decide whether you've ever arrived. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the great thing is that they've got the option, Mm -hmm. right. To, to do that. So good, uh, definitely very good place to be there. The next, uh, kind of topic here is that, okay, once you've brought clarity to your goals, then you want to make it a habit to routinely update those goals, mm-hmm. right? So you can't see clear, a clear reflection in a dirty mirror, right? You have to clean it often to make sure that you keep a clear image, um, you know, on that. So in the same way, you want to make sure that you have realistic goals, that they're clear and that they're set within a time frame, right? And that's the job of uh, routinely updating your goals is that you're, you're, you're making them more accurate you're making them more realistic each time as uh, as you work on them because the reality is life happens I mean if you'd asked me 15 years ago what I was going to do with my life I would have told you I was going to be a Spanish teacher that was my plan it may have been more than 15 years ago now that I'm thinking of it it was more like 20 um man I'm getting old but you know I I would have told you that being a Spanish teacher is what I wanted to do God redirected me and I'm so grateful he did Mm -hmm. but I think it's important to constantly be updating like you said where am I at now in my life? You know, maybe what you wanted five years ago is different now because you've got different things going on in your life. So you've got to take that time. It's hard to stay passionate about something that you thought up years ago if you haven't updated it or to reflect on the work you've already done and the progress you've already made and then looking at where you're at currently in your situation. Yeah, and that's probably a good thing because no hablas español. Ah, see, I do. He just told me I don't speak Spanish, which is not true. Um, and if you haven't worked on it, then maybe the goal does need to be changed. Because if it's not something that you've made any progress on, then maybe it's not as important as you thought it was originally. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if you if it's been years and there's really been no progress on it, you hardly ever have thought about it. It's probably not something that you're really passionate about. Uh, so. Um, which, by the way, if you would like to hear more about goal setting, we encourage you to go back and listen to episode 33, which is three goals for 2022. That will give you a little bit of a deeper dive into just goal setting, as well as some good examples on goals that you can start with now. Yeah, so I think that was a good one for that. And then we talk about the next thing being take the financial high road. Sometimes the most dangerous decisions are going to be the ones you haven't made yet. And we've talked about this before, like not making a decision is making a decision right yep. and and whether you're making either you're making progress forward or you're making progress backward there is no stop exactly yeah because time happens and the thing is if you're not prepared for uh, for the moment when that decision is made then whatever whatever happens is basically the decision that you took to start off with you can get stuck in a rut i call it analysis paralysis mm-hmm. where you just say I, i'm overwhelmed by the decision so i'm just not going to do anything but how do you overcome that 
first thing you've got to do is you've got to know that you're in a rut. You've mm-hmm. got to know that you've gotten stuck, own it, and then move forward. So what are the moments in your life when you've been at your financial worst? There's always something that led up to that moment. So mm-hmm. take a minute and analyze that. Think about what got you to the bad decision or to the stuck spot so that you don't continue to repeat it. Because if you can't identify it, you're bound to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent some time, uh, I've spent some time in the past working with some 12 step recovery groups. And this is what we would call inventory, right? Mm -hmm. So you uh, kind of stop and take a look at one specific area of your life. So here's your finances, right? And take a look at, okay, what, what are the, the worst moments, right? That, that I've lived in this area, what led to those moments. And then what that allows you to do is identify those patterns, Mm -hmm. right? So you identify the patterns, you identify, you know, uh, your possible uh, blind spots. You can bring other people in that you trust, who know you well, and then can help bring light into into those patterns. But what that will allow you to do is then decide how you're going to face those moments in the future. We had an episode a while back, episode 32, I believe, was called Unstuck, and it talks about financial ruts and how to get out of them. So if you're in a rut right now, that might be a great resource for you to go check out and kind of get some ideas about how to get out of that. Um, and then you, you just got to deal with your FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world is FOMO? I see the note here. I have no idea what that means. Again, I know I'm mm-hmm, aging myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fear of missing out. And, ah, and the thing it. is that I think I think a lot of us kind of put ourselves in situations mm-hmm. right, where where we will undoubtedly have this emotion uh, in our last episode i think you you uh named jealousy right as the mm-hmm. the main driver for this emotion where we're trying to keep up with the joneses and that kind of thing which i think now it's supposed to be keeping up with the kardashians right yes see see i can be okay. young and hip look at you <laughs> look at you go can't even believe i said that okay moving on <laughs> Yeah. So here, here's the thing. You know, you don't want to put yourself in those situations where you are putting yourself uh, at, at in, in an area where you're kind of um, your tendency to lean on your weaknesses. Right. Mm-hmm. Which um, basically for, you're you're trying desperately to get approval from others. So you're making your decisions through that lens instead of through your values, your goals, your plans. Exactly. And so what I would say is, you know, for most of us, that is. Uh, would pro- probably be so- solved if we would take take a step back and take a break from things like social media, from going out, mm-hmm. from going shopping, you know, and, and the activities where most people tend to make those emotional uh, emotional decisions, kind of like we were talking in in our last episode, and uh, and a- avoid getting in a bad situation. Yeah, everyone has a desire for financial independence. But you've got to decide today to make a change and start creating the vision you want to see in your future before you can ever start building towards it. Exactly. And if you've made that decision to get started now, then I encourage you to set time every month to work on your goals, write them down and review them regularly. And when you encounter a setback, go right back to these goals. Yes, that's a great one. That's it for our show today. As always, we thank you for joining us and we hope you'll tune in next week when we talk about what your financial advisor isn't talking about. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. 
Jim Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.